Well, welcome to the All In Podcast. My name is Eli Bird. I get the privilege of serving as the Associate Pastor of Discipleship here at First Baptist Church, Douglasville. And I'm joined today by Pastor Tim Aiken. He is our senior pastor here. And so, Pastor Tim, tell us, man, what's what's new with the Aiken family? Man, always busy in the uh, Aiken crew. The four boys just finished football, Word. long football season. Yeah. Had, a, had a lot of fun. Uh, if you're in the Douglasville area, you know Bill Art, the Bill Art Falcons. So, mm-hmm. so just finished that. Uh, that was awesome. A lot of fun. Now just getting ready for the Christmas season like everybody else. And uh, we got a birthday coming up uh, this week. My son, Zeke, turns six. So oh, we're taking go. the family to a place called Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I, 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 I love Zeke. <laughs> I love that little dude. He's a lot of fun. He's a fun guy. 100 all the time. Yes, the yes, time. I love it. Hey, so our theme here for First Baptist in 2021 is going all in with Jesus, his church, and his mission. And so, man, we're going to continue uh, kind of a topic that we started last week, uh, talking about going all in with Jesus. And so one of the questions that I hear a lot of quest- uh, Christians asking today is, man, what does God want me to do with my life, right? Kind of asking that question of what is God's call in my life? And so I'm interested in hearing people's answers to that question. Uh, and so the, the difference is from somebody's testimony, it's kind of that time when they become a Christian, like why they trusted in Jesus. But then from there, it's like, man, what is God calling me to do? And so with that being the case, I kind of wanted to ask you, Pastor Tim, just to share kind of your call to ministry and what that looked like and in, in, in really going in as to, man, why did you choose to go all in with him as far as what he's called you to do? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. great question. So I grew up, man, my my parents are just unbelievable heroes of my, my mom and dad. Yeah. So both been strong Christians my whole life. Mm-hmm. I got three older brothers. They taught me and my brothers to love Jesus, taught us the gospel, taught us to cherish the word, yeah. and to love the church from a very early age. So I became a Christian when I was six. Uh, genuinely believe that's when I became a Christian, put my, mm-hmm. my faith and trust in Christ. Mm-hmm. Obviously, didn't understand everything, but through yeah. their discipleship and through my involvement in local church, just really, really grew. Uh, but like a lot of guys, man, I loved sports growing up. Yeah. Wasn't necessarily an elite athlete, but it was okay and 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 liked playing sports and liked basketball growing up in Kentucky. You know, basketball's king there. So really felt like, hey, I'm going to go play small college ball. Uh, I'm going to be a teacher, want to be a coach eventually. Yeah. So that's really the path that I thought I was going to go down, was just be a coach my whole life and, and just do that. And then when I was 17, so mm-hmm. the summer before my senior year of high school, I went to a Christian school. Okay. And so our Christian school there in Louisville, Kentucky, was going to go on a mission trip to Honduras. I'd never been on a mission trip before and just felt the Lord calling me to go. So, hey, man, I, w- I want to go. So I went on this mission trip. And it was on that mission trip for the first time, which is embarrassing to say because I've been a believer for 11 years, but yeah. first time in my life, age of 17, overseas, that I actually got a chance to share the gospel. So I got mm-hmm. to preach a message. It was horrible, I'm sure, because <laughs> i uh, still not very good, but was not very good then, but, but preached the message. And then right after, there was a little eight-year-old boy named Omar, mm-hmm. and uh, Omar wanted to become a Christian. So I sat down with Omar and a translator, and... I had the privilege of leading Omar to the Lord, and it was just really a feeling I've never felt. So, okay. you know, I had the excitement of playing sports and how, you know, how, how fun that can be, leading him to Christ, and even just sharing the gospel with him was just a feeling I'd never had. Mm-hmm. Just was an excitement and just a just a genuine joy yeah. that I'd never felt before. So shortly after that, we go to lunch. We're at lunch, and the leader there uh, says, hey, have you ever thought about considering going into full-time 
ministry. And I said, man, that's what my dad does. So my dad's been a pastor ministry <laughs> my whole life. I said, man, that's what my dad does. No, man, I'm going to go be a basketball coach. And then I had a friend, real good friend of mine. And uh, he said, man, Tim, based on what I've seen on this trip, I think you need to consider that. Well, I never thought about that in my life. Mm. Never thought that would be something I would consider. So a friend of mine that was really close, so he was always honest with me, wasn't trying to butter me up. He really thought that. So I said, okay, I'll start praying about it. And it was just like God just just turned something. So God just flipped a switch in my heart. I came back, <clears throat> still love sports, had one more year of sports left, but that passion that I had to go play and that passion I had for sports was just not there. And I had wow. a passion to go to college and to get educated in biblical studies and, and to prepare for ministry. And so I had to make the decision to go all in with the Lord by forsaking what I thought was going to be my path in life and say, mm. you know what, God's calling me to something different. God's calling me to ministry. So I chose to go all in with that because of him just clearly placing that on my life and and in my heart. So that's that's really how I'm where I am today because of that mission trip, man, when I was 17 years old. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I get excited to hear uh, those answers, uh, mm. but the answers to the question of what well, God has put this call on my life. And there was a few things, there were a few things that you brought out. Um, one, when it came to, man, just the desire within. So as you're on that mission trip, right, the Lord mm-hmm. actually placed this desire on you, and you said it was a joy mm-hmm. that you hadn't felt, mm-hmm. right? So as an athlete, I understand yeah. the joy that you get of winning games right. and winning championships, all that kind of stuff. But man, for this to be something that's way more mm-hmm. than that, that's yeah. huge, right? Yeah. But then also, as somebody questioned, just ask, hey, Tim, have you ever thought about going into ministry? Nah, that's what pops up. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but a good friend of yours saying, no, nah, I... I actually see that in right. you, right? So now you get this affirmation coming from those that are around you, yeah. um, and then and then after that, you going, considering, thinking, man, I'll just go ahead and finish what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that time, you said, man, the, the desire isn't there to continue down this path. I actually want to go all in with Jesus, with what He's called right. me to. Good night. Right. It's awesome. So it's always good to hear that, man. And and it kind of reminds me of Paul. And talking about the life that he now lives as seen in Galatians mm-hmm. 2.20, right? And I'll go ahead and read that. It says, I've been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, mm-hmm. I live by faith in the Son of God, mm-hmm. who loved and gave himself for me. Mm-hmm. So we see that the life that Paul is living is one that is all in for Christ. Yeah. Because Paul recognized how Christ went it all in for him, and we can see that in your call to right. ministry, man. So uh, I appreciate that. Now, this actually kind of begs the question, right? Because you had uh, some experiences, but as well as some giftings, and I and this is something that you know in the Christian world we we talk about these gifts that yeah. that God gives us, right? And yeah. so what I wanted to do was just just ask the question, man: How has God gifted you to fulfill the calling? Uh, that he's placed on your life in ministry? Like, how how has God gifted you to be able to do what he's called you to do? Yeah, I mean, I, and I do think God gives us uh, giftings and abilities and desires yeah. for what it is that he calls us to do. Yeah. And that idea of calling is a very interesting yeah. one. We, can talk, we could probably talk more about that in a, in a minute. But for me specifically, you know, I feel like when it comes to being a pastor and it comes mm-hmm. to... Ministry. I mean, I think you have to have one. You have to have a gifting where 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 you love being with people. Yeah. Now, I think every Christian should have that. So I was joking, say you may be introverted, but really in the Christian life, there's really not a whole lot of freedom to be 
an introvert in the sense of shutting yourself off from people. Yeah. You've actually got a desire to be around people, to engage people, to build relationships with people. So mm-hmm. for me, I just get energized by being around people. I'm, a, I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And so God gifted me in that way to love to be around people. I, I say a second thing as far as gifting. I think as you walk with Jesus, you walk with the Lord, and you walk through struggles in life, and as you lead and as you try to influence people, you run into conflict. You've got to be able to compartmentalize your life and not allow the conflict to keep you from doing what God's called you to do. And so it doesn't matter what you lead in. You know, as a parent, Mm-hmm. Uh, in the business world, as a teacher, as a coach, as a as a pastor. If you are a leader, you're going to be dealing with conflict. So you've got to be able to compartmentalize and, and really believe that you're doing what God wants you to do and continue working through that conflict for the purpose of impacting the people that God has placed um, uh, in your life. And so I think those are giftings that are, you know, specific to me, but also giftings that I think can be specific for any believer in Christ yeah. that's yeah. trying to do what God's calling them mm-hmm. to do. Absolutely. Now, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, you kind of brought it up, and I kind of want to go back to it, uh, the idea of calling, yeah. right? Yeah. Man, did you hear this audible voice from the <laughs> Lord saying, Tim, yeah. I want you, my yeah. son, to do this yeah. specific thing? Or like, man, kind of help kind of help our people understand yeah. what we mean when we say God has called us So he us spelled to... it out in my cereal. So in my cereal. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no. He didn't spell it out in my cereal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't just open the Bible one day, yep. you know, yep. To, yep. to Isaiah 6 or something, right? He yeah. you know, says, choose me. Yeah, so yeah. to me, calling is very important in the Christian world because it's a word that we use a lot. Yes. So, so I think what we have to understand is that there are certain things that God in his word mm-hmm. calls every Christian Amen. to do, yep. right? So as we see clear commands in the Bible, universal commands, yep. those commands are there and they're universal for every Christian. It Absolutely. doesn't matter if you're a pastor. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home parent. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, Lord. It doesn't matter. If yep. you call yourself a follower of Jesus and there are explicit universal commands in the Bible mm-hmm. to repent and universal commands in the Bible to share your faith and yep. universal commands in the Bible to do certain things um, as for every Christian. Yep. Right. And yep. so I say God calls you to that. And, yep. and one of those that's clear, I hit it, is the command that God gives us through Jesus mm-hmm. in the New Testament, Matthew 28, we call it the Come Great on. Commission. That's right. And that command is for every believer in Christ. Every Christian is expected by Jesus to proclaim the good news of the gospel, whether you are a professional mm-hmm. individual in the Christian ministry like me, or again, you are just out there working a, a nine-to-five job in retail. It doesn't matter. Yep. God calls you as a Christian to leverage your platform for that. Now, at the same time, as you continue to read through the New Testament in the book of Acts, and most clearly in 1 Timothy chapter 3, mm-hmm. the Bible lays out two clear what we call offices of the church. The first one is the office of pastor. Some use the word elder or overseer. Yep. Yep. The second office is the office of deacon. Mm-hmm. Now, there in 1 Timothy chapter 3, yep. in verse 1, Paul is clear, and he says, the one that aspires, yes. is the key word, yep. Yep. to be an overseer, aspires a noble Task. So I do think there is a unique calling mm-hmm. to being a pastor, to being an overseer, to, to yep. filling that role that not every Christian is called to do. Not mm-hmm. every Christian is called to that. Again, there are certain things that every Christian is called to do. 
that one is a unique calling for yeah. others. And so I think because of that calling God's put on my life, then what I'm supposed to do is to help every Christian fulfill those universal callings Absolutely. that God has placed on their heart because God's given me this specific calling uh, to be a to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. And it's that calling that does allow you to work through conflict. And, 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 and yes. when you deal with struggles in the life of the church, you... You keep going, you keep moving because God has called me to this. This is what God wants me to do. Yes. And even though it's not always easy, you have comfort in knowing that God's called you uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do it. Absolutely. Now, man, I appreciate how you brought that out. Uh, one, the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And w- when it comes to calling, uh, y'all, I do want you to understand, as Pastor Tim clearly articulated, God calls us to universal things mm-hmm. that are specific uh, to all for all Christians, right? He's called us to His Son. He's called us to do specific commands, mm-hmm. and then as we go into those things, man, as He's gifted us, there may be certain things that we're like, man, I really have a passion for this, which kind of gets us to that word of aspire, right? right? right. So you know, uh, you and, and I can look back. I mean, on your life as you kind of explain, you wanted to be a teacher, you wanted to be a coach. Mm-hmm. You already had this this internal kind of feel of like, man, I want to oversee people, right? right? right. Um, so, so in some ways that was there, but as the Lord um, placed this desire on your heart as you shared the gospel w- with your guy on your first mm-hmm. mission trip yeah. overseas, and then seeing him trust in Jesus and it be way more jo- in, uh, enjoyable than what you get in sports, like right. it's huge, it's huge. Right. Um, so, so man, that's good. Um, it's important for us as Christians to know that the Lord has blessed us with what we need in order for us to do exactly what he's calling us to do. And so he's giving you those desires. I'm sure as you've moved into the position of pastor, he's actually giving you more grace for sure. certain things, sure. right? Yeah. Um, and, and so, man, God is good in that way. Um, and when he calls us to things that he's calling us to do, he's going to equip us. Right. We see that with Adam and Eve in the garden, right? Mm. He created them, he blessed them, and then he told them, do these things, right? Uh, so, so that's there. So, why do we choose to go in all in with Jesus? Uh, really, it's because He chose to go all in for right. us, right. right? When we when we talk about calling, what God has called His Son to do, right? Yeah. Come and die on the cross to appease that wrath, right? Uh, but to save many that are lost, yeah. right? Yeah. Jesus has chosen to do that for us, right. and so after we choose to trust in that message and follow after Him. Man, the calling that he places on our lives is, man, it's, it's time to roll, right? right. Um, and and kind of like what you mentioned last year, uh, last week, the illustration you used with your parents. There's no limit right. on trying to repay them, right? Because of all of what they've done for you, right? right? So, so man, it's it's pretty pretty simple. As yeah. you mentioned last week, Christian life is this: we go all in uh, because it's all about Jesus, right. and Jesus went in all in for us, right? Yeah, and one thing I mentioned too about that, and with with calling, I think people need to understand. Uh, and sometimes you see this like in in the world we live in, 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 in uh, yes. academic world. But there, there, there's what I call the inward call, mm-hmm. right, or the mm-hmm. inward desire. So that yep. that inward desire to share the gospel and that joy that I experienced seeing that young boy you know, put his faith in Jesus, man, that mm-hmm. was an inward desire that God was beginning to put in my heart that I felt personally, yep. right? So that's inward. But then that inward desire, which sometimes can be subjective and can be hard to to totally understand. Yep. For yep. me, it was affirmed mm-hmm. by an outward affirmation, a, a yep. teacher on the trip and then a friend that says, no, we actually see this in you. Yes. And so that's where the church is to come alongside of people and say, hey, you may be resisting this. You may not be seeing it, 
but we believe God's gifted you mm-hmm. for that. This is why you should go all in with Jesus because yeah. we see it. Yes. We think you're feeling it, and you put that that inward and that outward calling together, and it makes that calling all of the more strong. I remember one time I was in college, and a kid got mad because his church didn't feel like God was leading him on a certain mission trip. And he said, man, who is that church to keep me from doing that? What? And I, and I thought, well, they're the church, man. Right. They're, there to, they're there to confirm and affirm those calls in your yes. life. And I, I just believe that. I believe that the church is there to sometimes uh, push people a little more, stretch them. Mm-hmm. Hey, we see this. Go mm-hmm. all in because he's calling you to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the church is there to affirm that call. So it's an inward and an outward call that God puts together clearly in your life. And then yeah. you're, man, you know, it's the you know the motivation is the key. So for me, you know, at the end of the day, I chose to 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 go a different path. Yeah. Because of what Jesus had done for me in Absolutely. my life, and because of my belief in the gospel, the least thing I can do is be obedient. <laughs> right. To what he's called me to do, because yeah. he was so gracious and sacrificial in his death, you know, for for me. And so it was that, you know, that that moment for me being called to ministry, and then, you know, when we went overseas was just so huge. We went overseas to the mission field for for two years, mm-hmm. was just kind of my way of trying to show God, hey, I'm all in. Yeah, I, I'm in with you, and I'll do what you what you call me to do. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you sharing that uh, with us, our people, myself, as we're here, um, calling. Mm. Man, praise God. Praise God for it, mm-hmm. right? And praise God even more for Jesus who went all in for yep. us. Now, at this point in time, typically in our show, right? This is week, <laughs> week three, week two, whatever. Um, we do what's called two-minute drill. I'm ready. He got one question I told him. Other than that, he has no idea what I'm going to ask him. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead. If you could, just start that timer because I'm going to try to... All right. I'm trying to stay in two minutes. True, true two minutes. Yeah, right. here we go, here we go, All here right. we go. So typically what we do at this point in time, we're going to ask questions really for us to get a better understanding of our guests that come on the show uh, so that we know what's going on, yeah. right? So you ready? I'm ready. Strap up, baby. All right. <laughs> Just, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Here we go. All right, so question number one. Mm. Outside of football, what is your favorite sport and why? Oh, basketball. Hands NBA, down. Yeah, yeah, basketball. NBA basketball is my favorite. I think yeah, those yeah. are the premier athletes in the world, their ability to jump, agility. Mm. And I know that may hurt a football guy like you, but, man, no. I love – Oh, you do believe me. Yeah, man, yeah, I love yeah. basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So NBA basketball is my favorite. Word, word. All right, yeah. so uh, – I know some are protesting NBA basketball these days, but – They I, protest the NFL, I, too. I do, I do watch everybody. it. I know, I do watch it. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. All right, so another question. Um, you kind of asked me this, but if there was anywhere in the world that you could take your wife, Anna, yeah. on a trip, just yeah. y'all. No yeah. kids, just y'all. Where would you go? Yeah, I think, man, two places quickly come to mind. One would be Italy and taking her to Italy, and the other would be Paris. She does love the beach, but we've also always wanted to go to Italy and to, and to France, Italy and Paris, and just see the history there. So I'd take yeah. her to one of those two places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Man, yeah. we'll try to see if we get you both. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, so another question. It's about that time of the year, Christmas. Yeah. Favorite childhood Christmas story for you? Uh man, favorite childhood Christmas story. Man, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say my favorite event was every Christmas Eve, we would come to this area. We'd come to the Atlanta area. My family grew up here. My family was here, and we would go to Fayetteville, and we would go to my cousin's house, my cousin Whitney, cousin Hannah, and their family, and all of our cousins on my dad's side, aunts and uncles, we'd all come together Christmas Eve, have a huge meal. We'd give each other gifts and typically watch like a Bruce Lee movie or a... 
John Claude Van Damme movie. If you know any of those, Enter kind of the <laughs> Dragon yeah. all day. Yeah, just, yeah. Yes. wasn't real oh. spiritual, but my <laughs> uncle, Uncle Sammy, was really big into martial arts stuff. Yes, and loved that stuff. So we always did that. So Christmas Eve with them in Fayetteville was always a great memory. Oh, off the cuff now. Yeah, yeah. favorite martial arts movie. If you do, you like martial arts? I do, man. Okay, I mean, I, I you know, I'm a kid of the 90s, 80s, and 90s, so I'm a John Claude Van Damme guy. Okay. And okay. so my favorite is Bloodsport. Yes. With John Claude Van Damme, and uh, and uh, again, not real spiritual. So good. So don't judge me. Don't email me. I know I got it, but yeah, John Claude Van Damme, Bloodsport. Awesome, awesome. All right, check the time for me because I'm, I'm gonna ask some more. Okay. All right, here's his his next question. We're over, but man, yeah. All right, his last question. Last question. <laughs> Pastor Tim, you stay fresh on Sunday mornings. Where you get your clothes? Bro? <laughs> you may have to define fresh for some of our listeners and. And viewers, he dresses finely. Yeah, he's sharply dressed. Yeah. That's, That's not always a popular opinion by some <laughs> some more traditional people. I'm kidding. Our church is very sweet, very supportive. Uh, my wife gets it. So like, mm. she just orders Wise. stuff online. Uh, Express Gap, um, places like that is where she gets clothes for me. And they come to the house. I try them off. They fit. I keep them. I don't question it whether I agree with it or not. I don't question it. So I wear what she... Man, you're a wise yeah. brother. You're yeah. a wise brother. Not everybody has the physique of one who drinks Dr. Pepper. No, no, no. Everybody can look Bell. quite like Fresh. this. So, so, so no. When, yeah. So she... Yeah. My wife. Listen, I try to make him feel uncomfortable just to see how it works. Now, he is senior <laughs> pastor, but it's all good. Well, Pastor, thank you so much yeah. for coming on, sharing your testimony, your calling with us. Yeah. Listen, this is the All In Podcast. You can hear more or find out where we have or host this podcast by looking on our website. You can look on social media, Spotify, iTunes. I think it's couched there. But once again, man, we've started this because 2021, FBC Douglasville, we are wanting to go all in That's with right. Jesus. And so we're going to be having more episodes that come up next year. We're going to have different guests on. I hope that you will join us. Thank you for being with us. Pastor Tim, thank you for sharing your story with Always us. Always a joy. Absolutely. Always a joy. Praise God. Well, all right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>